and welcome back to Bar Down Breakdown. I'm your host at Yesman Outfit, straight off the island, emo built, live from the hive, Wine Ryan at my CLT. Michael, it we're on break, brother. We are a much needed yeah. break, you know. Uh, well, for all parties in. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure my wife appreciates me actually being able to like watch some chick flicks and whatnot with her and clean the house and yeah, your wife, your wife, yeah, your wife has a gun to your head to watch chick flicks. Like <laughs> I don't know you. Come on, I, I, I do like a good rom com, but we're begging her to watch the Notebook every single night. And no, we, there's she's, not she's, a problem with that's that. That's not a rom com. So secret. Oh, it's a chick flick. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm more. We're we're more of a rom com family. Yeah, well, you Rufio, you all deserve each other over there. I mean that in, in a good way. You do. Um, rom coms aside, is All Star Weekend. Um, Matthew Barzal bringing home the uh, fastest skater event. It's the only event that really matters. Uh, no one really cares about anything else, and so that's awesome. Uh, also, well, wait, wait, wait. Me. So. I thought it was so funny that Alex from Gaslight Anthem was taking full credit for that because right before the fastest skater competition, he gave Barzell a trim job, cleaned up the hair for him. Ugh. That's ridiculous. Yep. I, I'm, I'm, I, I respect it, though. I appreciate and respect it. Um, yeah, but other than that, All-Star, All-Star Weekend to me is awesome. It's one of those, it's one of those events for the NHL um, where you – you always seem to be out or go out to a bar that night. And I, I was, I was on both. I was working on, I was bartending on Friday. Saturday I was out in Astoria. And uh, it's just one of those events. Like it just, you know, it's entertaining. It's one of the most entertaining all-stars in games and all the um, professional. Uh, and, and I love it the most, you know, I'm, I'm biased about it, but uh, fun to watch. Yeah. Ever since I was a little kid, I always got jacked up for it. I actually would have, all-star game parties and like invite all my friends over and have like hors d'oeuvres and chips and dips and stuff and we would just go all in for the nhl all-star game yeah big big hors d'oeuvres guy over there michael you know little wieners in a little, blanket you know the, well, the whole yeah, little 10 year old little, little 10 year old mikey with uh you know like caviar and brigitte and shit like that <laughs> i could see you i was throwing them back shit, the man. i was lucky if i had yeah. chips and dip yeah, like Dan Byrne, fucking Brett, and you with some, like, American cheese on some Ritz crackers. Oh, dude, cheese in the can. Cheese Whiz, or, right? Cheese Whiz? Oh, cheese Whiz? Oh, yeah. All right, well. Cheese Whiz, I mean. All right. I wouldn't, not really my, my thing, but okay, man. <laughs> it is disgusting. I would never touch right. that shit now. But No, nah, no way, no shot. But... Listen, what we are going to touch on is one of our favorites, uh, Sleeping with Sirens, an absolute staple of, of, of pop punk and, and the Warped Tour world. Uh, um, and yeah, I mean, they, they kill it. They kill in everything they do. And uh, tell, them, tell them who we got, Mikey. So we have their former drummer, but original member, Gabe, uh, Detroit Red Wings fan, just absolute gem of a guest. and. Uh, Hopefully we can get him back on another time because that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched, psyched to hear what he has to say. Um, I think it's going to be a good interview. Um, I saw Sleeping With Sirens often when I was a bit younger. I haven't seen him in a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I'm hyped, Mikey, so lead him in. All right, so here's our interview with Gabe from Sleeping With Sirens. Sleeping with Sirens. Gabe, what's up, buddy? How are you doing, man? Uh, not much, man. Just hanging out. Uh, excited to be here. And uh, thanks for having me on today. Yeah, no problem, man. All-Star Weekend. So we all had a little bit extra time. Figure we fill the void. Um, and you are uh, a Red Wings fan. And for the first time, I can say uh, woefully a Red Wings fan this year. Dude, you got to take it easy on me. Oh, I will. I feel. <laughs> I've been. It is. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I'm a diehard Wings fan. I uh, grew up in Michigan, um, so you know I was very spoiled uh, for the what 25 years in a row being in the playoffs. So um, it was. Uh, you know, it was easy being a Wings fan, and uh, and this year it is. It is safe to say it is not a good year <laughs> by yeah. any means. Um, but you know, it's a it's a rebuild, and I'm stoked that we've got we've got Eiserman back, um, and uh, it was cool to see uh, Tyler Bertuzzi in the uh, All Star game yesterday. Yeah, he, uh, he oh. didn't do bad. No, he looked great. Um, uh, he's dude, he's a man the, rocket. 
I know, dude. He's a feisty little guy. But what's it, what's up with the missing tooth? He just rocks the myth, missing tooth all the time, twenty four seven. I I think he I think it's like his thing. Um, he used to play in in Grand Rapids, um, and I lived there um, for quite a few years before. Now I live in Columbus, uh, Ohio. But um, when he played for the Griffs, uh, me and my brother we went to like their like their last like playoff game uh, before they were going they were gonna get into um, the final like series to go for the Calder Cup and they lost and we went to our like local bar and it was him and Anthony Mantha were like at this they were sitting there playing beer pong and I was like dude no way we gotta fucking go do this and we bought them some beers and Tyler Bertuzzi was so drunk and didn't give a shit he was he missed every fucking cup um and Anthony Mantha is, is like seven feet tall and he was just making every single one <laughs> Um, but we ended up beating them and it was like my, uh, that was like one of my proudest moments, uh, because obviously they're superstars now, but yeah, Tyler's a, Tyler's a little, I think it's like his hockey thing. He, uh, it just looks hideous, but he just like rocks it. Have to. It's awesome. Dude, that, uh, that like the end of the all-star game last night, like they really turned it up and holy shit. Like those guys are, I mean, they're so they're so good. Who's that dude from? Uh, is does he play for the Islanders? Is it is it Barzal? Yeah, man. Dude, holy shit! Did yeah, he, win? he won the uh, fastest skater too, right? Yeah, dude, he he pushed it. He was coming like you could tell too, because he was coming around the corners, and everyone you know coming out of a turn was getting real close to the to the wall, and he kept it tight. And I'm like, oh yeah. shit, he might have a chance here. And then. When McDavid couldn't beat him, I was like, "Wow, there you go." And that's you know, that's a that's a pep, you know. And and you know, I'm sure Islander fans will overhype the fact that somebody won a fastest skater competition, but it felt good, man. It's good to see that he was like the um, kind of center point of of some of the talks this weekend. And you know, I'm sure you feel the same way about your boy too. So it gives you, it gives everybody a little bit of a boost. Yeah, it's a. Uh... I mean, the All-Star Weekend is like, it's it's great. It's great to see, you know, the, the players come together. And, and one thing that I kept hearing them say last night, and it makes a lot of sense, is like to be able to uh, play with some other players that you would never probably get to play with in your career. Like, um, you know, say for me, like, for instance, being a you know musician, like, um, you know there's hundreds of other artists out there and i'm like fuck i really wish i could be in a band or like play music with that guy someday and most of the time you never get that chance so it's cool to see them you know like you watch um you know patrick kane and Connor mcdavid maybe not on the same line but you know you see these guys play together and like for them it's a cool opportunity because normally they would never get that so but then they just get they just get nasty dude they're uh it's fun to watch. Like they obviously don't go hard, um, as far as like the defense, and it's got to be a nightmare to be a goalie in those games. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely it's cool, and we're we're gonna sit back and wait for the actual NHL to to start back up, and um, that's kind of always a like a week off of normal hockey. But the All Star Game is you know it's it's cool, and the skills competition. So, yeah, it's dope. There was a few things, though, about this All-Star game that I, I didn't love. Um, 
One being those electronic boards with the advertisements that were constantly I hated, changing. I hated that. It was very distracting. And then, like, when the players got near the boards, it kind of got, like, what's that, CGI-ish? Like, where uh-huh. their legs kind of started to look weird and whatnot. And I just, I didn't like that. And then also when they had the um, the players' names on top, like they, 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 like, tested out with the women's game where they, they showed, like, you know, when they had the puck or whatnot, their name popped up, and that was also very distracting. Yeah. It, uh, it felt like you were playing uh, NHL 96. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. when they, yeah, like, you, you know, you have to select your player, and then you just see their names floating around, and they even had, like, a tracer on the puck at one point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, weird. that's the only, like, I, I guess... I guess that's the only, like, kind of knock you could have on hockey. I feel like they just, there's so many other things going on in the other sports, and hockey is trying to keep up, and and it's the only sport that's, like, it's a natural flow. It's a little bit faster than basketball, and there's less things you have to keep track of. So just because the technology exists doesn't mean you need to, you know, use it, I guess. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's absolutely. so distracting. You know what I mean? They, um, the, ac- the accuracy contest. Um, oh, yeah, or, with that, uh, with the digital board the and screen. whatnot. Oh, that was awful. Yeah, that was trash. It really yeah. was trash because half the fun is watching that target just explode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and like, what, they had to change the glass out, like, twice. Um and uh, it, yeah, it's just not, it's just not the same, you know. I want that analog. You, you wanna, yeah, you wanna watch it explode and, and, uh, and see it. And like, obviously, there's like malfunctions with it and whatnot. But yeah, yeah if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. But they're just yeah. trying to, they're trying to keep up with the times and, and do stuff to keep it interesting. But it is what it is. I guess. Yeah, like I, under- I understand. Like in other sports, like you need those kind of like technological updates they help like you need the first down line to be visible on tv uh in in football like you need the shot clock to be like out on the court in basketball but like there's not really a lot of information that is necessary to be shown in a different way in hockey i mean it just moves it moves a little too fast for 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 anything to for you to be able to pay attention to the game and whatever type of information they're trying to show you to begin with so, you know, the only thing that you could complain about is highlighting the puck and every you know, the updates in television and 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 video is mon- you know, monumental since the 90s when they tried to do the glowing puck. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you, know, you just don't need it. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm like happy with what it is. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying the sport doesn't need, you know, to be updated in other ways, but I, I just don't think the things they tried out during the All-Star game were just unnecessary. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that the All-Star game is where they always they always do. They try to, you know, test out different things like that. Um, but, yeah, you're right. We don't need a glowing puck. Um, we have HD, you know, fucking 8K TVs these days. We can yeah. see the puck. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it was cool seeing that they had, like, the shot, um, the, like, speed clock in, like, real time during the game. Yeah. See, like, how fast, you know, like, people's wrist, these guys ripping wrist shots at, like, 80 miles an hour, um, which is pretty fucking impressive. But it was cool to see that. So, yeah. But, yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean that would be you know that's pretty cool, but still, you know, I don't know, whatever. We don't we don't need it. The All Star Game, to me, I feel has gotten so much like All Star Weekend has gotten so much cooler and so much better. Um, even though the game is the game is really not like I think that they have it the best out of all the All Star Weekends. Um. Because, like, the emphasis has really been placed on, like, the skills competitions. Um, because you know that the games really aren't going to be, like, the most competitive in the world. Um, and also, the adding of the, the women's three-on-three was fucking awesome. Like, what a so move. So sick. So cool. And I get so angry. I mean, you can't get angry because that's what they want you to do. But, like, the people complaining online that, like, these women are, like, not as good as the pros. Well, first I want to say, like... Okay, like relax, guy. You know what I mean? Like you're you're a real NHL scout there. Good job. You know, like yeah. who the f- are you? And second of all, like you're not watching All Star Weekend to watch competitive hockey. You're you're watching it for entertainment purposes. Like, and that was extremely entertaining. Take it for what it was. Like that was what a cool move and what a good like be on the good side of history here. Like that was awesome. Absolutely. I mean. And to be honest, like let's let's be real. Most of those those girls out there could beat the brakes off of anybody if we tried to lace up. Like without those doubt. chicks, those chicks are good. I mean, I loved watching it. Like they're fast as shit, and they got hands too. Like these, the the uh, Canada came out. They they won the they won the game, right? Yeah. They they, the end of it, but yeah, dude. I mean, those like still on both sides. They were it was sick to watch, and and true like. It's it's cool to be on the good side of history. It's cool to see like the the women's um, side of that coming into into the sport. Like it definitely should be. I mean, when uh, Kendall Coyne did that this the fastest skater contest last oh my year, god, and everyone like the world was just shocked. They're like holy shit, yeah, this girl. And and I'm I don't know why they didn't do um, anything with uh, the girls as far as. Maybe they can in the future, like in- incorporate them into the skills competition. I think uh, I think that would be cool. I mean, I would watch it. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, they deserve to be there. You're, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, you're, you're not. They're not throwing open ice hits. They're not. You know, like they're not like taking taking people up against the board. They're like doing like your normal run of the mill, elite level hockey skills, and like they're they're capable of doing those things, and they and they totally deserve to be shown. On a national level, because besides, you know, Olympics and and single female sports, they're not showcased anywhere. And it blows like it sucks because like, you know, there's something that you love to do. And just because people don't show up to watch you shouldn't mean that you shouldn't be lauded for your, you know, physical attributes like every other dude in the world is. So that was awesome to watch. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. One hundred percent. And and yeah. being a hockey fan above all else, like. That's just good for the game because, you know, at least half of the population in Canada and United States are women. So, you know, I can't imagine how many little girls watch that and are going to pick up hockey as their sport because, you know, in at least in the United States, a lot of little girls watch the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team and they play soccer because of that. So, like, absolutely help, helping grow in the sport. I'm all for it, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I love to see it. Um, I can't wait to someday have my own little, my own little churn running around. I'll put some skates on them and get them out there. Oh, look at you. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. The big day's pop, coming. Big pop. Yep. Big pop of pop of game. <laughs> so I guess the, the last thing I want to talk to talk about uh, for the All Star Game was Green Day's performance because that kind of fits our realm that we talk about here on the podcast, and uh, they just went off, man, dropping f bombs and like. I can only imagine Gary Bettman, who's like always trying to be such a poindexter, was probably like, "Shit! Like, who, who, who thought Green Day was a good idea?" I loved it. I thought it was so fucking cool. I stepped away. I didn't even know they were playing, and then I, I stepped away from the TV and I just started hearing them play "American Idiot," and I'm like, "Wait, like Green Day is playing this?" And then, of course, they had to uh, bleep out like half of their song because they keep swearing. Um, but it was fucking great. Like, and they actually, they sounded really good. Um, and, uh, I was texting my buddies, uh, my buddy, uh, Tim and Maddie, they were, they were there. And I was asking them how, like, you know, how it sounded there. Cause a lot of times when you do stuff, um, like, on like live on TV, it doesn't really translate very well when it's in a live setting, but then you try to put it on live TV. Um, I remember back like a few years back when, fallout boy um they did like the they opened up the all-star game oh yeah yeah, yeah. and it was literally all tracks <clears throat> i remember watching the drummer and i'm like he's playing but he's not mic'd up i mean it was like <clears throat> I, I could be wrong but i'm telling you like from my my perspective i just thought i was very like like shit it did not it it didn't it didn't come over like very well it didn't it didn't translate very well Oh. Um, but last night, Green Day, holy shit, like they killed it. And um, it was cool. It was fucking cool to see. Sounded good. Um, and I loved it. It was very punk and very like embraced the embraced the, the grittiness of hockey, which I love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, you mentioned them. I, I, I was waiting to see if you did. But your two buddies who are uh, doing the 31 and 31, that's who you were talking about, right? Yep. So, yeah, my boys, um, how fucking crazy. So I guess for people listening, if they don't know about it, it's um, they're going to visit every uh, hockey arena and go to a game at every one in 31 days. Um, And it's like I'm I'm super stoked for them. I hope that uh, everything goes well. Obviously, there's a ton of things that could go wrong, like as far as, you know, delays, missing flights, because there's some days where they have two games in one day um they'll you know say they'll do a game in montreal like a day game and then get on a plane fly to toronto go to a night game and then get on a plane the next morning and fly to the next city so they're gonna be busy um i think they're taking off for canada right now and they're gonna do all the canada arenas and then they're gonna fly down to probably south carolina um, and they're going to hop in Maddie's van and hit probably all the, the East coast stuff and then probably fly for the West coast stuff. Um, I don't know the exact details, but, uh, good on them. Like it's very, uh, very ambitious and it's a, it's a cool project. I know that they got violent gentlemen to hop on board. Um, they got rise records to throw down a little cash. Um, for just just funding and probably to rep them a little bit and i think their goal is to just document it 
and hopefully at the end, I mean, if they could get it picked up by like by Netflix or like make the documentary, get it on Amazon Prime, um, something like that. I think it's a it depends on how on how well they do it. But I think that I think people would definitely like be interested in watching, you know, something like that because it's not it's never been done. Yeah, it's, it's everyone's dream um, to do stuff like that. Um, hockey is 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 a great subject, and I follow I follow Maddie Merch on Instagram, so I, I actually know I've been I've heard I've heard of this plan been in the work for a while now, and I, <laughs> I I couldn't hold my tongue. I had to point it out, not to be mean, but just to. Just wondering if they if they knew and it was an oversight or if they purposely left it out. And the Islanders play in two arenas, so yeah. yeah. So I was wondering which one they were if they if they accounted for that. So I I put it up on one of like Violent Gentlemen's posts. I was like, hey, do they know that the Islanders play in two arenas? And they were like, yeah. And they got really defensive. I was not trying to troll. I was I just genuinely curious. As to if they thought of it, if they forgot it, or if they, um, how oh. they chose Brooklyn or or the Coliseum to go to, they're going to Brooklyn, um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean it's still awesome, um, it's still a move. I just thought it'd be interesting considering it's the it's the second to last year that they'll be playing in the Coliseum that they chose Brooklyn over the Coliseum. Um, yeah, it would yeah. be cool. It would be cool to to um to have that in you know in the documentary to be like yeah this is you know this is the coliseum this place is uh you know a legend like yeah uh, god it's such a shitty but awesome cool little arena percent oh, um, are yeah, you dude. from playing from playing experience or from going to see a game there uh we played warp tour a few years and sure. it was they had it there like in the parking lot i was there and, and i watched you yeah fuck yeah, yeah. um yeah. But I walked in and like checked it out. And I'm like, holy shit, this it's I, I think it's bigger than it seems. But to me, I walked in, I'm like, God, this place is tiny, but it's yeah. gotta be such a cool hockey atmosphere when that place is packed out oh. and fans are screaming. Like it's probably awesome. I would love I would love to have, you know, to to be able to see a game there. I don't know if I will, but um yeah, that would be cool if they were going there. How's I'm sure you've been to to the Barclays Center as well when they when they have games there, yeah. Yeah, terrible. It's not great. Um, oh, shit. It's a big political play involved in the in the in game experience, I guess, because they are leaving. They kind of like loopholed their way out of it, and it's very obvious that they had no intention of ever staying. And the Brooklyn people are not happy about that. However, the Brooklyn people never really put in the effort to make them a viable arena to play in um so it goes on both ways so going there nowadays it's just really i don't know it's like it's it's like going home after work um like the week after you've decided you're getting a divorce with your with your wife oh. <laughs> where it's like you're just like we're that we're getting out of here soon what what this sucks i don't want to go here you know yeah so what's the so what's what is actually happening? Are they building a new arena in uh, yeah, Long so, Island? Yeah, so on, on Long Island, just uh, had to hit you with that. On um, Long Island, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's a that's just a joke. Uh, yeah. So where they play, uh, where the Belmont Arena is, where they have the last leg of the Triple Crown. Yeah, it's going there, which is actually five minutes down the road from where the the Nassau Coliseum is currently. Nice. Um, but it straddles the border between Queens and Nassau County, so Queens and Long Island, and so it's got good access from a lot of other, you know, mass transit. Yeah. Points and stuff. It's just a better, uh, just a better spot opportunity and start new with a good team and a good head coach and start from there. Did I? I I I was watching a game the other day. I don't know if it was hockey or football. I can't remember. But is that is that the one where they are they building a like a train station right near there so that fans Cheryl? can? Yeah. 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 First okay. one in thirty years that they're opening a new line. On the Long Island Railroad. That's so, so thick. I mean, because I mean, New York is like obviously, like getting from getting around over there can take so long. So the fact that they're yeah. doing that is sick for fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in the meantime, they well, everything is speculating to next year. All the home games will be in the in the Coliseum. Um, this year it's 27 games at the Coliseum and 13, okay. yeah, 13 in the Barclays Center. Yeah. Well, well, that's cool. That's it. That's exciting uh, for you guys that you're getting a new one. Um, and it's also it's always sad to so sad to see the other one go. Like for me, we got the Wings when they just built. Um, I think the Wings are in their second season at the Little Caesars Arena. Pizza which, by the way, um, goodbye, rest in peace to the to the Joe. Um, yeah. That place was super sick. Um, but also, like, I mean, I remember going to games there when I was little, and like, you're when you have to go to the bathroom, you're pissing in like a giant trough, and there's just, <laughs> like it's you're just pissing on like like ice, and there's just dicks everywhere. And I'm just <laughs> as a little kid, I'm like eye level, like with all these old dude's dicks and i'm like <laughs> it was fucking weird um and it smelled like shit yeah um oh, yeah. but uh and the new dude the new arena is so sweet i just wish for the love of god they could have picked a better name like out of all the things we could have named it they chose little caesar's arena yeah uh, but you know what i've come to embrace it and i kind of fuck with it i'm like yo Little Caesars got that five dollar hot and ready, and uh, and they build a, a badass arena, so I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, <laughs> place is dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike is a huge. So we've had a couple of Red Wings fans on the most, um, actually. Yeah, it's actually the most. It's the most uh, represented team so far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're the first one to ever drop the five dollar hot and ready because Mike is a huge. Five dollar hot and ready fan, <laughs> and he's like, "Can you get one in the arena?" And everyone else was like, "I don't even really know what that is, man." So yeah, shout out they, pizza, dog. They do like the little, like it's like a little handheld pizza, you know, like not, yeah. it's not you don't get a full size fucking. Uh, but, but it uh, is legit little C's. Yeah, it's legit little C's. Um, wow, and and it's good. now it's on my bucket a, list. Yeah, oh. dude. Yeah, you, you should go check it out for sure. Um, one of the things here 
that they that they freak out about, especially so my buddy Tim that's out with Maddie on that thirty one and thirty one thing. Right. He's obsessed. There's this restaurant here in uh, in Ohio called Skyline Chili's, and I think it's fucking gross. Um, Are you in Cincinnati? Uh, we're in Columbus. Oh, Columbus. I thought Skyline was a Cincinnati thing. Sorry it's to cut from, you off. Yeah, it's from Cincy. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, they have like three of them in the. Uh, they have like three Skyline Chili spots here in the in the Columbus in the Jackets Arena, gotcha. and. Every time me and Tim go, he has to get it. And I just like, he was always trying to get me on it. And I'm like, dude, that is, it's like, I mean, yeah, it tastes good, but it's just a, it's a great way to rock your stomach. And, uh, I'm just not about it, but yeah, I feel like that's an aggressive arena food, man. Like many opportunities to just get messy. And I don't know. I stick with my soft pretzel at a, at a hockey game. Hey, I, yep. Pretzel, maybe some peanuts and beer. Oh hell yeah, yeah! I did a nice, I did a nice uh, hamburger at uh, in Carolina. That was the first time I had like real food at a game, and um, I'm on this new kick now where I don't drink. I I try not to drink inside the arena anymore. I find I don't know the beer prices are ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Um, I might be hoeing myself out here, but yeah, me and, uh, me and Tim, we've been, we got, we bought like a plastic flask and we've been filling it up with Pink Whitney. Wait a minute. That is genius, dog. Yeah, dude. So we'll go in, we'll get like a soda water and, uh, and then fucking get down in our seats and then, and then fill it up with Pink Whitney. So it's Pink Whitney soda. And yeah, it's a, it's a game changer. Instead of paying $14 for a beer. Yeah, Yeah, it's like you're sneaking shit on a cruise ship. Yeah, dude. It's great. Cruise guy. Mike, cut that out, man. Yeah, we don't want people knowing the secrets. Are you a cruise guy? I'm a huge cruise guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going on one in April. Another one. Here we go. That's sick. I, uh... I haven't been on a cruise in a, in a long ass time and something, uh, I'm all about like good weather vacations. Um, like take me to a beach and put a drink in my hand and put me by a pool and I'm going to chill. Like that's my kind of shit. Um, but, uh, I actually am leaving next week. Uh, complete opposite kind of trip. We're going to Lake Tahoe for a snowboarding trip. And I'm oh, stoked. Shred the gnar. Yeah, dude gonna try to not die um they just had an avalanche there the other day and killed the dude not great so, yeah so there's gonna be lots of snow and okay. uh i'm i'm fucking stoked because being from michigan i like i love i love the snow i like the cold weather um like right now i'm here in columbus and it's just it's 30 you know like high 30s and it's just gray and cold and wet and like no snow and that's how it's been all year we've had like one day of snow and it's it bums me out i'm like hey if it's gonna be cold i want bring it on like i want all the snow i want it to be fucking cold (laughs) yeah snow trips are the best now just i have a question just to tie it in we'll go back did you guys ever do that warp tour cruise didn't they do a cruise they did um no we never did that i don't think kevin lyman trusted us on a boat Uh, (laughs) We, uh, we, 
we our 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 sets kind of got pretty rowdy for a little while and warped and we got into a lot of fucking trouble um especially when we were young dude like when we did our back in like 2014 2013 like b2o yeah dude we were we were young guns and like we thought that our shit did not stink and i thought like i mean we thought we were god's gift to earth like we fucking we were getting in fights with other bands and I was, I got in a fight with some fucking merch kid's dad and he, not going to lie, slapped the living shit out of me. (laughs) I got dad slapped. This guy fucking rocked me and I was so pissed. I wanted to like fucking kill him, but I was like, dude, I don't want to get us kicked off the warp tour. So I just fucking walked away like so embarrassed. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, dude. No, we, uh. Yeah, it's good times. Like we uh we tore that shit up, but um RIP the the warp. We just we just did the last one uh last year when they, they had the one in um Atlantic City and mm-hmm. that was fucking cool. It was on the beach, um bunch of trashy uh Jersey people running around in their bikinis and yeah. uh it was it was a good time and then and then we did the one in uh Mountain View and no effects was supposed to headline and uh uh they uh missed their flight from canada they ended up asking all the other bands to cover their own songs so they were <laughs> it was a complete shit show like john feldman um producer and uh singer uh guitar player for goldfinger he comes out and he starts playing like some of their songs and his mic wasn't on. His guitar was not in tune. Um, everything was feeding back. And, like, it was the most, like, cringeworthy, like, 30 minutes watching these bands try to scramble and play their songs. Because each, like, every band tried tried to, like, cover one of their songs. So they were throwing their equipment up on the stage and trying to plug in real quick and trying to play. and. Kevin Lyman was just sitting there shaking his head and you could just see the stress and finally no effect showed up and uh they got up there and and Fat Mike was like um just telling stories about how him and uh when him and Kevin Lyman used to do acid and it was uh, like it was it was the most punk rock thing like that could have happened um <laughs> And then at the end, I like went to say thank you to uh, to Kevin Lyman, and he just goes, "That's the last fucking magic show I'm ever doing," and he just walked away. <laughs> like, <laughs> all, right. all right. Yeah, I I mean that's the most NOFX story I've ever heard. NOFX story. I've, I just I just spelled out NOFX. That's the most NOFX <laughs> story. <laughs> I'm talking faster than my brain can comprehend. That's the most uh, NOFX story I I could think of because they essentially play without their without their shit tuned anyway right and it's fucking awesome i mean they're crazy they're disruptors too i mean remember they got into that whole fight with under oath oh yeah yeah i mean they definitely are that's the uh, that's their you know the essence of punk rock itself is just it's not supposed to be perfect it's like fucking it's dirty it's it's shitty and uh and it's awesome uh i loved it i was just sitting on the side of the stage just thinking how happy i am that that was not me on the stage because it was giving me anxiety just thinking about it. But I was like, God, this is great to watch. 
<laughs> they had that show on like Vice where like they fought they did that tour. They did that like not American world tour where they went to like all these like shitty small like venues in like Africa South Africa and like and Asia and all over the place. And like even now, like they like purposely ruined that. Like they got into fights on camera just to try and ruin that that show just so that way. Like they're the they're they're the last of like the punk rock era to me that are still kicking and doing it. Did either of you guys read that uh, the hepatitis bathtub book that they that they put out? No, I have not. Oh my no. God, uh, <laughs> it is it is it just goes into detail of the stories about them on the road and like the first chapter is just it's it's just about Fat Mike um, drinking a girl's um, breast milk. And making uh-huh. white Russians out of it and then drinking it on stage. And <laughs> it is like they are nuts. I mean, I thought we did fucked up shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they we we are small children and we are babies <laughs> to, compared to the stuff that they did. So, <laughs> I'm not, what, do you, what do you guys got going on? What, what do you so so um I don't know if you guys knew, but actually me and uh, Sirens parted ways in August last year. Um, And I think it was just kind of coming to uh, just like not vibing, not meshing very well. Um, And I was on the last album um, and it was kind of weird and like a weird timing for the way things went down. Um, But we've... uh, you know, we parted ways. We got all of our, our legal shit done because um, I owned like part of the business. Um, so now we are completely um, separated as far as the legal stuff goes, which is really nice. Um, gives me the freedom to uh, to move on and and do other things. And it's been like a very weird transition because I'm used to not being home for more than like a month at a time. And I've had this last like six months to to chill and and uh focus on like family and friends and and it's been really uh it's been actually been really cool um and i uh been hit up by a bunch of other bands for other gigs and i've kind of like you know passed on a bunch of them got like a lot of friends hitting me up hey we should start a band and i'm like no offense but um i'm 30 now and i started touring when i was 18 (laughs) um and I've already played all the shows that I can think of. And I've already, like, toured the world. I think the only place that I would like to go as far as touring that I haven't been would be, like, South Africa. I mean, I've done Europe, Asia, Australia, you know, North America, South America, um, Japan. Like, really don't know where else I would want to go. Um, but the biggest thing for me now is, obviously, I love music. but um, I want to make it like if I'm going to do it, it's it's so that I can make a living, um, especially like if I can make a living doing something that I love is fucking awesome. And um, I did get I did get a really cool opportunity the other day and I went down to Nashville. I've been talking to this chick for a while and um, it's a completely different world. But I think I'm going to start dabbling in the uh, in the country world. Um, not like my favorite kind of music but i can definitely fuck with it and um there's a lot of like dudes that came from our world um that are now in 
uh, big like pop country bands uh, like Florida Georgia Line and uh, Dan and Shay. So um, I'm going to be playing with this chick. I had an audition the other day um, and I went down there and uh, did great, by the way, in case you guys are wondering. They loved me, <laughs> of course. Um, so her name's Gabby. Um, her brother is Shay from Dan and Shay. Um, and she like basically has the whole, like the whole, the whole shit. Like she's got a, you know, record deal, um, booking agent and all that stuff. And, um, she's about to put out her EP and when that comes out, she'll be doing like the summer festivals and then going on like tour later this year. Um, so Basically, yeah, she hit me up and she's like, hey, you know, I would love to have you. She's like, I want my live show to be more like rock oriented. Um, and I was like, OK, cool. You know, we can we can talk numbers if if I'm going to be getting paid to play drums, then hell yeah, um, I'm in. So I went down and had this audition, which was super weird, by the way, because I've never done an audition or anything like that. Like, it's really, really weird. Like. I, I would rather go on stage in front of 5,000 people than to play in a room in front of, like, four. Um, and was she familiar <laughs> with your music? Yeah, um, she was. Uh, she she knew she knew of Sleeping With Sirens. Um, I think that's why, like, she hit me up. Um, but her, her stuff, I went down and I, I covered, I played, like, her songs. I played like four or five of her songs and it was like kind of boring um, to be honest. Like it's, it like I was just playing along to her track. It's like there wasn't like a, you know, a band we could jam or um, rip or anything like that. And she was like, all right, well, she's like, one last thing. She's like, can you play if you can't hang? And I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, this is fucking weird. But, I was like, sure, no, and and I ripped it, and it was uh, and it and it went really well, um, to be honest. And like, her um, her guitar player and music director, he was with uh, Chris Daughtry for ten years, and he just left um to be with her, like as far as like musically, and um, so there's some there's some talent in the band, and I think that there's a lot of potential. And I mean, shit, if we can, if it gives me a, you know, like it's definitely a good way for me to get my foot in the door. <laughs> and um and get connected with this uh with the with the country world and uh there's a lot of money to be made and i think it's oh, yeah. it's like a good it's a good change of pace like it's a, something different i mean i did the rock thing for 10 years and did all the um all the drinking and other activities that you can imagine oh, yeah. and uh and it's a sick uh it's just a sick opportunity for me to do something different with my with my life and i'm i'm excited for it so also, it brings me down to Nashville more, so I can see uh, yeah. our boy Alex Howard. Oh, hell uh, yeah. You know, I've got a bunch of friends down there, so who knows? Okay. It might bring me down there someday. Yeah, that's awesome to hear, man. Especially, you know, you do something, and you do something well, really well. You know, I mean, Pinnacle, you know, you're, you're in a band like that that is, you know, the, you know kind of like the, the face of, of the music scene for quite a bit of time now and then to be able to kind of you know happily move along with, with really not i mean not that hard of feelings and, and and get into something completely new and try something completely new and 
And it's just, if, if you know, yeah, I mean, you're talented enough to, to do that. Try something new. That's what really pushes you and, and grows you. And it sounds that you're in a really good place um, to do that. So that, that's awesome to hear. And uh, it's I'm so happy that uh, we brought up the song, If You Can't Hang. Um, <laughs> I was going to try to find a way to shoehorn it in there somewhere because it is. That is my all-time favorite uh, Sleeping with Sirens song. That, that fucking that that thing fucking moves. Thank uh, you. Yeah, it's a banger. Uh, it's it's fun to play as well. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's you know you catch uh, eighteen, nineteen-year-old Devin trying to sing like fucking Kellen in the in the shower, <laughs> ready for fucking class every morning. That oh shit. God, a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, especially like I love seeing covers because kellen has a really unique voice and, <laughs> <You don't> uh, say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny to see so i mean hey every once in a while i come across some really good covers and i'm like oh hell yeah but yeah. there are some there are some out there that are that are god awful and it's so oh. awesome um i just love it it's just cool to see you know <laughs> like it's it's just it's cool to see like people like really love something that that you do you know seeing seeing people like cover like doing drum covers and turning our songs into you know different different things and stuff like that it's it's just it's fucking cool i mean i'm definitely blessed and um i'm proud of everything that we did uh it's it's cool to say that you know like that i did that uh for 10 years um uh, being on the road and and yeah i'm definitely like I'm I'm definitely lucky and stoked to uh to be able to move on and and do something new. I think it'll be a good a good change of pace and um yeah, just like a different a different step in my uh in my musical journey. Yeah. yeah. And it's good it's um it's good that you can take a step there because you on the hockey front you're uh you're paying your dues as I would gen- gently put it. Um with your fandom, it feels as though the original six teams just kind of cycle out through, you know, three of them are three of them are always on the rebuild while the other three are dominating. And it um, right now it kind of feels like you and and Chicago are in the rebuild. Montreal's a little bit on the in the mid swing. The Rangers are a little bit on the mid swing. And uh, uh, who am I missing? And Boston is obviously. You know, tearing it up. So yeah, so they'll they'll be uh. I fucking hate Boston. Yeah, yeah. Like the most hated team, but dude, watching uh Pasta last night, he's a beast, bro. He's so freaking good. Um, speaking of, I still got to get you. I got to get you boys a a photo of me rocking a good old Red Wings shirt. Oh, on stage. I I gotta go through. Yeah, I just gotta go through my million fucking photos on the uh on the cloud but i'll find us a good one so yeah dude it's uh it's it's cool watching uh it's it's cool like how we can do this bring in music and uh and hockey um kind of unites us a little bit um but watching uh watching these uh watching these teams develop is uh is pretty cool man i'm i'm ready for uh boston to be on their way out and i'm ready for uh some change in, in detroit um i'm uh, a little bit i don't know if it makes me a, a bad fan but now that i live in columbus i mean oh, i'm still a red boy. wings fan Here to, we my, go. to my core 
But while I'm here and I get offered free tickets, I mean, am I a fool to not go watch these boys in Columbus? And I'm not going to lie, they're kind of killing it right now. Dude, oh, yeah. That's a surprise story for me. Is like, you know, they, they sold all their big names and they're still right in the mix of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, they're they're doing very well. Um, I went to the last two games. They they beat the Devils like five to zero, and then uh, the other one was Winnipeg, and they beat them like three to two, I think. Um, and it's cool. Like, I mean, my so Tim, uh, that's on the thirty one thirty one, he has season tickets. So me and him will go all the time. And then um, he split his season tickets with another buddy. So if he his buddy takes them, um. We can find we find tickets on game time. Like we'll wait until literally puck drop. We'll go have a beer because um, we both live real close to the arena. So we'll just have a beer, um, you know, across the street or something. Wait till puck drop, and we'll go on there and we'll snag tickets for like twenty bucks each. And, oh. and we're we got good seats, and uh, it it varies because Columbus fans. It's a little different. Like being in Detroit or being in Michigan. Anytime you want to go see the wings, it's like a hundred twenty dollars a ticket oh, yeah. for nosebleeds. Even if they're doing terribly, it's yeah. still it's you know every game is nearly sold out. And- well, it's sacred. I mean, that's the team in Detroit that ever that has yielded the you know the best mm-hmm. you know results. Yeah, um, yeah. dude. Me and Maddie, uh, Maddie Merch, he flew in last year literally just for game four when they played tampa right um and uh tim was out of town he was on his way back from like doing something he was flying back into columbus so me and maddie went and that was the gnarliest game i think i think i've ever been to um (laughs) i mean for straight every you know like every 60 minute like that entire game no one sat down um Uh and people were just screaming and that was that was like the sickest atmosphere. I loved it, and uh, and it's it's crazy to see people that like really that take hockey that serious. Like, I mean, Maddie has such a like carefree lifestyle, and it's fucking awesome. Um, but he literally would go like, "Hey, Colorado's playing Dallas. All right, I'm gonna fly out there and uh, you know go watch this game." I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck? Okay." <laughs> uh, Just random yeah, teams, or are these? Teams that like what's his team or does he just have like no he has like he has like five teams I know he's a big Dallas fan he's a big um uh Abs fan and now that he lives in Nashville um I think he's a Preds fan as well um but yeah I think he's more a fan of the sport like yeah um in general he you know he follows like all these players on on uh, on Instagram and and it's it's it just Maddie's funny dude like he's literally his life is is hockey he's like uh he gave me his like sling tv login um and I'm like I forgot his pad he texted me his password and it's like fucking uh it's a hockey player's name and it, I'm yeah. <laughs> just like that would be you like that literally <laughs> he's it's it's fucking awesome <laughs> so i yeah he's a good dude and just uh next time you talk to him just because uh he did respond back to one of my friends and called uh called said and i quote it's not our fault the islanders are a train wreck 
Uh, so if the net, uh, because they pointed out that, uh, the college, there's two arenas. Uh, so, uh, maybe next time you text them, just, just, uh, shoot them, uh, shoot them the point standings and just remind them that they are not <laughs> train wreck. That would be great. Be oh good. yeah. Dude, they are not a train wreck at all. Um, I think I, he was just mad because he thought my friend was trolling, but still. Yeah. Um, so Maddie and Tim are like the same, they're like the same people. Um, right. Uh, when me and when me and Maddie were at that game four uh, game in, against Tampa, like some guy said something about hockey and it was like he was wrong. And Maddie got into a 15 minute argument with him in the stands about hockey, like a 15. I'm like, dude, you don't even know this guy. Why are you giving like why? And he just it, it, that's how he is. He like has to be right. And it's funny because Tim uh, is like ex- almost exactly the same. So I'm like. I'm like, yo, are you guys going to, like, kill each other on this trip? Because you're, you're going to be exhausted. And both of you will argue to the teeth about the dumbest shit. <laughs> and I just, like, I wish him I wish him the best. I think uh, I think they'll be okay for, uh, I hope. But uh, if not, you better document that shit. Because maybe that'll, that'll make it even better. I know. They should get the guy that did the Russian Five to, to pick it up and... Release dude, it. I still have not seen that. Oh, dude, you need to go watch it tonight. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and I'm not even a Red Wings yeah. fan. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, can we talk about how sick that uh that era was for like for, I, yeah, I oh yeah. That team was just filthy. And then like Fedorov so was, was just he, he was just a, a celebrity in himself, like dating uh what was that tennis player's name? Anna Kornikova or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was killing it. They were they were like the sickest, and it was cool watching. I listened to a um a podcast with uh with Sean Avery, and he was talking about when he played with the Red Wings for a little bit, and he was just talking about like how sick um Steve Eisman was. Like when he walked in the room, he always just was the best dressed and like his yeah. charisma. You know the way he carried himself was just like. No one could fuck with it. Like, he was the coolest motherfucker. And it was funny, like, listening to, like, Sean Avery also talk about, um, because he was a shit talker and, like, a scrapper. Like, that's that's what made him good at hockey is is being a shithead. He's like a fuck. he was like a, like a Brad Marchand. Um, but Avery would, or he, he talked about how he would, like, sit outside of uh, the arena. He would go there, drive there early, and he would sit in his car and watch the other teams as they walk in so that way when they, they got out on the ice he could like talk shit about their clothes like have <laughs> something personal to like talk shit to them about like it was fucking hilarious but that was a that was a fucking great era and i and i really miss it obviously but um yeah the red wings they were they were fucking sick back then and there's tons of teams obviously but i do miss those days i really wish nike got back in the hockey game like Fedorov with all his Nike gear. That shit was so dope. Yeah, that was sick. That was so sick. Um, I forgot about that, actually. I actually started, I picked up, uh, well, I started playing hockey again the other day, um, a couple weeks ago. Now that I've had this time home, I've always, like, my buddies will text me, you know, hey, you should come out and do drop-in with us. And I have, um, I've had my skate stick helmet and and uh gloves um all my other gear actually got i left it in this chick's car back in michigan and she totaled her car 
and they took her car to like the junkyard and crushed it. Oh uh, my god! Like, crushed her car with all with all my gear. Like had my jerseys from like when I was in high school and shit. <sighs> and so all that stuff is gone. So the other day I went down to uh to um like play it again in sports and I picked up um everything. I was like, yeah, I'll go. You know, I'm gonna be cheap. I was like, I'll, I'll buy some used gear. And then I got there and I started remembering how bad hockey equipment smells. Oh, yeah. And so started thinking about actually putting on other people's gear and having it touch my skin. And it grossed me out. So I ended up just buying all new gear. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, dude, it's like, uh, I do miss that. That Nike stuff was the sickest. Like, it, it really was dope. I saw this guy rocking a, um, a Jaffa helmet the other day in uh, drop-in. And it was fucking hilarious dude that that's just mary lemieux and and uh and uh yermer yager the the joke yeah shit but yeah it's so ugly one one piece of equipment that i don't mind buying used is skates because someone else did the the nice thing of breaking them in for you so i i have bought mm-hmm. a few pairs of used skates and they've been pretty pretty solid Skates, that's not bad because you you have socks on. It's not like touching your, and yeah, I mean I feel like skates are fine, and also they're expensive as shit if you're buying new ones. Um, so yeah, but no, breaking in new skates sucks. That's for sure. Yeah. So, you know, you got two solid teams that you can root for now. You know, with Columbus, and then it with if everything goes as planned, Nashville. Um. And and there's plenty of dudes that you can go and catch games with. Uh, I know Tyler from State Champs has taken on uh, Columbus as his team, and obviously Alex has uh, just switched ships and became a Predators fan. So you got plenty of people that you can check games out for your two teams. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Alex, I don't know what his deal is. Um. Obviously, I mean, he lives down there now, but still, you got to like, you got to rep your team. I, he's a, he's a Rangers fan. Like he always, always has been. And now he's just completely switched shipped. Uh, hey, they, the, the Preds were hot last year and uh, I don't know what's going on this year. So, um, we'll see when, uh, when the Island or, or when the Rangers start doing again, we'll see him throw on the Rangers jersey. Oh, <laughs> Oh, 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 oh man! Shot fired. I mean, <laughs> I, I love it. I honestly love it. I want more. Yeah, so well, that's what we'll we're here out. for. I want a retaliatory uh, comment from Alex when we, you know, we'll, we'll get one from him. On oh yeah, day. absolutely, absolutely. I'm having trouble um, so we're gonna wrap it up here, um, because it's been an awesome, awesome hour long call. Um, and my computer's dying, and I can't find the cord to plug it in. Um, so this is a terrible true, reason. True professional. Up. Yeah, we're, true that, professional. That's a, yeah, that's the uh, that's the difference um, that you get from bar down. So we are going to we we're going to need from you. We already got a quote that we're going to attack another um, one of our guests with. So we have that. We need a picture of you in Red Wings gear, and I will respond with. A secret video that Mike has uh, knows nothing about to this to this day of a um, snow day my freshman year of college, um, in which I was playing video games and someone put on a sleep 
keeping with Siren's song. And I'm under the influence, less than sober, as some would say, and uh, had had to show how hard I go down the pit. And so <laughs> there is a there is a video that we will that we will show to Gabe, and he can do what he wants with it. It's pretty silly. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, I hope we get to talk more. I, you're awesome. Um, I hope the the wings pick it up for you. Um, and I hope, uh, you know, I want updates on how Nashville goes for you, bro. That's going to be a good, that's going to, it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll be, I'll be sharing a lot more of that, um, within the, you know, the upcoming month and, uh, I'll start, start getting busy and start playing some, uh, some, some shows with her and, um, you guys check her out. She's, she's actually sick and she's, uh, she's a total babe too. So, um, yeah not bad to look at so oh, uh, check her yeah. out and uh and then yeah and i'll be on stage with her too so it's a double double whammy um mm-hmm. but yeah i'll uh yeah i'll keep you guys in the loop and um and uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to hit you guys with a follow on on all the socials as well and we can talk shit about all the all the hockey and and uh and stay uh and stay in the loop with each other so i appreciate well, you guys having me on oh dude hey, it's a blast thank you so much absolutely i uh yeah appreciate it and uh and let's stay in touch boys all right we'll do bro thank you cool thanks guys all right no, take bye. care gabe yeah see you bye she cries the way she feels inside it's too much for her when all you got is these four walls it's not that hard to feel so small Michael. Devon. Yeah, there it is. Hey, man. Uh, uh, what an awesome interview, as always. Uh, hyped. Uh, he gave his man. Um, he's got. Sounds like he's got a good gig lined up down, down there in Nashville, and that seems to be where everyone is going. And, and um, yeah, I mean, he's got an opportunity to be very successful. He's a driven dude. He's He knows what he wants creatively and artistically, and that's good to hear, man. I'm I'm happy he's in a good spot because dude's talented and uh, that talent needs to be showcased to the world. Yeah, it's just so funny. Like every episode, Nashville just keeps getting brought up and you would think like, oh, country music. How does this have anything to do with the guests that you have? But 
as these guys are trying to make the the next step in in this music world, it seems like that's where people are heading. Yeah, and, uh, country music is, is 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 cool because it's it's like storytelling music. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of room to be creative in that setting. I think it's one of the genres that is not um, looking to be so rigid anymore, which is pretty funny because it's known as such a conservative genre for so long and now it, it's kind of turned into like you know adaptive almost and and uh, I think that a lot of the music we listen to and musicians we listen to are um, looking for that um, freedom and creativity and 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 it seems to be the genre that um, allows for that mostly dude lyrically pop punk and country music are not very different Especially like the are not different at all. No, no, like, like you said, storytelling and the new wave of country music. If, if <laughs> that's what they should do, uh, a punk goes country. You know, like a the pop goes pump, a punk and whatnot. They should do a country oh, goes shit. punk. Because yeah, I feel like a lot of those, a lot of those songs would be solid pop punk songs. Uh, we gotta get on the horn with pure noise. <laughs> no, I think Fearless puts that one out. Uh, Punkos, yeah. So, yeah. So we got to get we're Fearless. we're trying to get on a, we're trying to get on a pure noise. All right. So yeah, so Jake, what's we'll up, man? That. Let's go, investor. Possibly you. Yeah, that's our way in. We're gonna produce a Punkos country, uh, show, uh, which is pretty funny because uh, just like I said, Justin and I went to. Uh, uh, went to that bar when we surprised the shit out. You had no idea we were coming until he showed up uh, in Raleigh the day, night before. They were doing a uh, they were doing a cover uh, a cover show, and uh, somebody covered uh, Garth Brooks and did Low Places. So I would love to hear Low Places as a as a a punk punk rock uh, version of that. That'd be dope. I don't know that song. I, I I'm not gonna lie. Country music's not my favorite. You don't know Low Places. I don't think so. Maybe if I heard it. You let me down. Maybe if so you sang awful. it right now, I would. I got friends in low places where the whiskey grows. Oh, okay, and okay. Yo! Yeah. I do know that one. But don't you don't ask me to sing low places and then expect me not to <laughs> sing low places. Well done. An asshole. Thank you, Fred. All right. Well done. Well, I was not lying at the end of that interview. My computer is dying. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm not lying. I am dying. Um, We're all dying. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, speaking of, uh, I know this is a hockey podcast, but very sad news today with Kobe Bryant uh, passing away. Um, just terrible. I can't, uh, can't believe it. All right. So you guys just witnessed Devin getting cut off midair. So that's a lot of fun. We are going to wrap it up. That was a gem of an episode with Gabe. And uh, Bar Down doesn't take all-star breaks. So we're still putting them out for you. All right. Well, peace be with you.
nothing really 